0: This this, this is this, 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 Fight Disciples. Welcome to podcast episode number 820. We are the Fight Disciples. This is your MMA podcast this week because there's going to be a huge preview of UFC 296. We'll have a little look back at the PFL. We'll even dip into a bit of Sonya Dong and uh, Khalil Roundtree from the weekend just gone as well. Apologies with the delay and the sporadic nature of the content that's coming your way this week. We're on the ground in Las Vegas for USA 296. Lots of commitments here, there and everywhere. We're trying to get everything done, but we will eventually get everything to you uh, throughout the course of the week. And you get it, obviously, via all the feeds that are available to you. FightDisciples.com will give you your Spotify, your Google Play and all that type of stuff. Um, And if you want to watch this stuff, which I thoroughly advise you to do, uh, you can get it via YouTube. Fight Disciples is what you are looking for. What a batshit crazy day we have just had, ladies and gentlemen. And for those that are listening, obviously you're not watching this, I would advise you to actually go and watch this podcast, because there's going to be a, a few visual elements, I suppose, uh, to the show. How big are them beers? Big old beers. Monsters, them, aren't they? What litre are them? Normally at home, your cans are it's what? A pint. Well, your cans are 330 at home, aren't they? How Eight
1: mean? fluid ounces, 700 millilitres, a pint.
0: Look at that, a double. Beautiful, that.
1: Mm, mm
0: mm Much needed that. Not, I'm not gonna give the branding away, but you can see it. Who the proper boy is, that's all I'm saying. You don't drink the proper stuff, you do you? You
1: I prefer Mexican lager, thanks.
0: Viva Mexico. <coughs> um, and we might as well get uh, the, the elephant in the room out, out of the way. You're going to see this on the diary, right? I'll just hold my feet up to the camera.
1: They're real. What do you reckon of them? Oh, fucking midlife crisis. That's what, what
0: do you I mean. reckon of them, right? I'm holding for those that are just listening to the show. I am holding up um, the shoes that I am uh, currently sporting, and I've been sporting all day uh, here for uh, for Media Day <sighs> at UFC 296, of which Nick took a little bit of umbrage to. Bear in mind, right? Mate, I like I like flash trainers. You know that. Well,
1: I'm just like you. I like a good pair of trainers. They are crossing over into the realms of midlife crisis trainers.
0: You've done done me a little bit here, because when I originally posted the video about these trainers, and people on my Instagram have seen it, and if you're watching the video, you've just seen them again, um, I asked the question, should a 42-year-old fellow be sporting these type of trainers? They're an Earth Force One, mid, limited edition, off-white. Recreate is what they are. In banana yellow. In banana yellow,
1: yeah, banana. Let's just get that across first and foremost. Yeah, they are. Banana yellow. Yes. And there's a weird, like, spiky effect on them. They're a bit like
0: snow boots, aren't they? Let's be straight. They're
1: exactly like snow boots, and you've
0: got them on in the desert. Yes. So, So, anyway. Yeah. Nick said to me, mate, top them. Smart. Even on the way over, I told him I brought them fucking banana bad boys. He went, oh, mate, absolutely superb. Now I know why he said that. Ammunition. Because he's tickled me. <laughs> he's led me down a garden Ooh, path. Yeah. Where them, wear them. Because he's literally used every single fighter that we've seen today to abuse me yeah. to my face to oh. the to the point where I thought day that two I'll, diary. Go and yeah. check it out. Well, the day two diary will be up after this podcast. All right, so a little bit later on there will be uh, a, a recap of everything that we've been getting up to because there's more stuff to record. We're going to go out for a beer in a minute, aren't yeah. We? So there'll be more stuff on that diary for you. Uh, but uh, getting abused off. Guys that, you know, normally compliment me on my uh, attire.
1: Usually you do all right. You yeah. know, every now and again, you, you drop the ball. Hmm. It's not the first time,
0: let's be honest. Speaking of dropping the ball, um, why didn't you record the, f- the final piece of the, v- of the video last night, yesterday? Why did you yeah, not do that? For the Fighter Diary. Because
1: yeah. I was drinking Moscow Mules in the hotel bar. So on his own?
0: I wasn't on my own. Yeah, you were. I was with associates. Yeah, you were. We went out for dinner, didn't we? Good mm-hmm. team. All yeah. went out for a good scrant, yep. went up to Fremont Street for the bit, for The pe- cantina. It's
1: called the something cantina, wasn't it? No, it wasn't. It was? It was called the Carson Kitchen. Oh, yeah.
0: That was close. Them fucking Moscow meals were strong, weren't they, eh? So we've gone up to Fremont Street to the Carson Kitchen. Anybody that's been there before, it's beautiful. It yeah, really it is. is good. It there is nice. It. Yeah. So we've gone and had a, a good team meal. And the whole premise, because people are here working. We're not here just on the fucking jolly, you know. We're actually trying to make content and get things done ball one person in the whole team, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. He gets late starts. I don't know how he's told this. He's getting late starts in the day. He's getting early finishes in the day. He can crack on throughout the course of the night. Everybody else is grafting away, aren't they? producer carried me into position yesterday. You have turned into a proper little diva, mate, let me Correct. tell you. Um, so yesterday, we went out for dinner. Cup couple of drinks most people had a couple of drinks Mm -hmm. good feed Mm -hmm. got back to the hotel i said right that's me i'm gonna go upstairs first time your kids because they're off to school and i will go to bed and this was approximately half past 10 11 o'clock when we got back to the hotel yeah yeah you didn't
1: you didn't go to your room did you no waited for the sun to come up chasing that sunshine had a couple of what's known as a bed timer I did put it in the group. I said, listen, because we'd all got in, we got back in different stages, did me in taxis, and I said, listen, anybody for a little bedtime And one or two. joined me. Yeah. And
0: we, uh... What time was bedtime then? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. The sun was coming up, though. I don't even know what to say, man. All the things that people, all the things that people think about you, they're actually true.
1: <laughs> the stereotype. You know what I
0: mean? Like people... Tell you what makes me giggle right whenever I um sometimes I delve into the comments mainly uh, this is on not fight this because I think fight the f- people that obviously consume this stuff here they know who we really are mm-hmm. right because you've been here for a long period of time you've consumed all the nonsense stories and and what have you when you do content on somebody else's platform T or, yeah. or uh, whatever yeah, or yeah yeah that. so uh, people have that this weird some people have this weird perception of who you are and what you do because maybe they're judging you against other people in that field yeah. right? the best thing i i see is people telling me in the comments that i've got a coke habit <laughs> and you know that that could not be further from the truth right. but i find it highly amusing that's because you've got a red nose yeah i don't know what it is right but there's there's, the, the, there's people out there genuinely that think that I've got a really bad cork habit. And I'm like, I'm trying to analyze what I'm doing. So you make you come to that conclusion. If anybody knows, you know full well. You have got a big hooter though. Yeah, but that doesn't
1: mean it that looks I'm like fucking you could, snorting. Looks like you could do some damage with that if you did. Yeah. If we got a store out and racked up a few lines now. You could do some real damage with that nose. So maybe that's where people are coming from.
0: Why have you not really? defended me there? Why have you not backed it up saying that you don't have a cork well, habit? I don't
1: need to. I don't need to defend you. People know.
0: People, no. Oh,
1: yeah. They've been on a video by now.
0: Yeah, it probably would have been, yeah. Exactly. it had been on a diary. I'd have got myself cancelled at some point. Yeah, exactly. If, if that was the actual situation. Because I'm not intelligent enough to avoid. No, that is, now that is definitely true. Yeah. That is definitely true. Mm. But everything that you are thinking that he's really like, he is actually genuinely like that, aren't you? I like
1: food. Hmm? I like booze. I like to party. <laughs> You know what kept me up? We were singing Christmas uh, songs in the bar. Yeah. And, uh, You're a big the big Christmas The big man Christmas, Christmas tree and all, Christmas all that I was Christmas up. Man. And I was like, you know, I can't go to bed on my fourth Moscow mule without letting a bit of buble out. Yep. Yeah. So that's where we were. So that was a perfect way to set you up for a day full of interviews, by the way. You know, just keeps your voice nice and tingly. You see,
0: this is what Nick does, right? He judges how far he can go with things with the company that he's keeping at a particular time. I.e., if he's knocking about with the minions, me, right, he'll go, I'm gonna get myself in trouble here, I'm gonna go to bed right now. But if he's m- messing about with a director, somebody of a level, exactly. somebody that pays his bills. Producer. Somebody, you know what I mean? Top chiefs. So I'm pointing, you know who you are, I'm not gonna name you, but you know who you are who were out with him last night. You've just encouraged him, you've given yeah. him the tick, you've gone, Ah. Oh, if boss is out, I'm out. <laughs> simple as that, isn't exactly.
1: it? Exactly. There you go. You can't leave the boss drinking alone.
0: Yeah. Anyway, uh, that was yesterday. So you did this. You, so you, you finished yesterday's diary today. Well, what happened because was, you forgot to Mike do it. Mike asked
1: me to do it. And by the time we got in the bar, we were singing and dancing. And it completely escaped my mind. Yeah. So then this morning, when I met Mike for breakfast, well, cup of coffee before we went to the uh, apex. Mike said, "You didn't send me that video last night," and I was like, "What video?" No shit. And he went, "The video to go. close out the diary from day one." I said, "Okay, we'll do it now." Turn the tone down on the camera. We'll pretend it's night time. And he was like, "What are you talking about? It's the middle of the day. You're in completely different clothes. <laughs> just, just be honest." And I was like, right, I went, jump to go back to the room, put me put my t shirt on from last night and and he was like, no, just record it now. Be honest. And say so I you're to a do it mess. Say so you're a mess. Say it. Tell them.
0: If to do it last night. Yeah.
1: And I was like, oh Mike, have I got to do that? hungover? And he was like, mate, it's your own fault.
0: So mm. Yes. Um we're gonna get stuck into two nine six in a minute. And he doesn't even switch his bloody laptop off whilst we're doing the show, man. <laughs> This is the this is the moron that we're working with, right? Max over there editing the de- diary. He's ready to rock and roll. Bear in mind, he is what he is. Yeah, I don't know if I. Yeah, I'm going to grass him up. He's watching Margot Robbie on the TV doing Margot <laughs> yeah, Robbie yeah. things, right? Absolutely, Fair enough. Yeah. Sound all
1: Isn't right? Margot Robbie and Will Smith. I've yeah. never seen that movie. Hitch. It's not, not Hitch. you tit.
0: It is. It is
1: not. I know Hitch. Hitch is one of my faves. What film's that? Focus. Focus. Yeah, same Margot thing. Margot
0: Robbie. Same thing, mate. It's a thriller, that I think is banging, isn't she? Hey, we're trying to do a show here. I come back, back, in the, come <laughs> back in the room. It's Margot, man. It's come you. back in the room. Legendary. A- anyway, yeah, so he's out there grafted away. And this this clown is here, yeah? You better deliver on this show. You better give the people what they want. Are you ready? <laughs> Ian Gary's out.
1: <laughs> you was you wanted me to deliver.
0: You want the hot takes? I'll give you the hot takes. <laughs> in we go. Oh dear. We'll get back to that in a minute. What I was going <laughs> to say is UFC two nine six is coming up in a minute. All right, we've got to look back because we, we're yes. on to one of these huge podcasts this week. Um, PFL man, PFL Dublin, absolutely heartbroken that I didn't get off my ass, get on a plane, and go because the atmosphere looked tremendous as all. Irish fight nights do. We've been blessed recently and we? we've had the uh, Dublin Belfast back to Dublin yeah. over a three week period for various bits and bats in boxing and, and MMA. Uh, the weekend just gone uh, heavily uh, polluted, I think is the right word with uh, I- Irish uh, talent and British talent featuring on the, the European finale for the PFL. And mate, it, it delivered. I, I met last week when we were previewing it, I were a little bit harsh. Because the the preview, from my point of view anyway, I was like going, yeah, I think this person's going to win. called
1: the fights that were going to be big fights and the ones oh, that yeah, yeah, yeah. played
0: out. No, 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 the, the ones that we said, this is going to be fight of the night, this is going to be super competitive, this is going to be this, this is going to be that, we absolutely got that. But there were certain fights that were involving maybe British and Irish fighters that, I'll be honest, I know more of than the people that they brought in for them to fight. You talk about McGrillan. No, not necessarily. Don Woodin. There's, there's a, there were yeah. a few. There's a, there's a few um, um, uh, examples of this, yeah. and I've gone ah right. I know who's going to win these fights. Now, nah, man, that they, they got the the matchmaking absolutely spot on um, for the, for this event, and obviously Dan is a is a major part of that. I thought well, I didn't know anything about Don Woodin's opponent like zero. And that dude just came in and wrestle fucked him, didn't he? Yeah. I felt for Dom because he, he just couldn't get his work off. No, nope. fantastic uh, introduction for that uh, fighter into, into that particular fight. And I wanted a proper fight for Lewis Lewis is Lewis is doing what Lewis does. And he's what's the point of him just knocking dudes over all the time, man. You know what I mean? Let's ask him some proper questions. I thought Lewis finished strong. Third, third round, he won he. it. Was yeah. the only,
1: it was the only round he won, but he won the third yeah,
0: round. But, but I think that was
1: as much down to Wesley Meyer slowing down in the third round because he put so much into the first two rounds mm-hmm. rather than and taking over the fight. I thought Wesley Meyer, let's be, let's call it for now it is, I thought he was outstanding. I thought he, he absolutely turned up, fully focused, zoomed in, obviously got talent. You know, at, at one of the coaches, BJJ coaches down at GB Top Team. And just maybe with him being an imported Brazilian, maybe he doesn't got the opportunities he was expecting. But listen, Dan Hardy is not only probably the best analyst in the game, he's clearly the best matchmaker in the game as well. He's very good. Because to matchmake that entire card the way he did, and largely make it as competitive as he did, was really good. So, So yeah, that was just a sensational bit of matchmaking. That will make Lewis. Oh, mate. I truly believe that will do make you know, Lewis McGrillen, you know, get yeah. a bit of a hide in there. And he did. I thought he had a bit for of 10 a hide 10 minutes. Yeah, yeah. I thought Wesley McMire was brilliant. But that will do him no harm whatsoever yeah. because the the noise ab- around Lewis McGrillen potentially, I don't know the kid personally, potentially got into his ears a little bit and... You know, he's suddenly ten feet tall and blah blah. And I'm not saying I'm not saying he didn't put the work in. I'm I'm sure he did. Yeah. But sometimes just getting your feet planted back on the ground again is the perfect way to springboard to the next level.
0: I don't think it's that, right? You've got to understand how old he is. Yeah. Young lad. This is all he's ever done. He's come through. There's been a
1: lot of big conversation about him.
0: Huge. A lot of big noise. I think him up on here. He's this. He's that. He's going to be the next. And he will. And he will and the the reason why i've got confidence in doing that is because in the immediate aftermath like i saw him post some stuff on his on his social media and i could tell that the lab were down and sometimes you just need to remind an athlete or or yeah. or somebody that's in mixed martial arts this is the sport yeah, this ain't boxing this is not how we judge it boxing uh, mma fans don't judge things like uh, i in, in a certain way yeah. there's a uh, it's now, if anything, from my point of view, it's exciting now because you've been asked the question, you've come up short, sure. how'd you bounce back? How'd you do it? Bingo. So I, I pinged him, I, you know, I just pinged him a little message and I just said to him, listen, man, you finished that strong, that's the positive, you did finish that fight strong yep. and you win the last round, all yep. right? You've got asked ask some proper questions, that's what you want from this game, don't you? You don't want to be thinking, but hell, this is a piece of piss and then all of a sudden you get to a top level and then you find out, yep. let's find out now. And now we're going to be asked a question about you, about how badly do you want this? Yep. What are you going to go back and go and do? And I know from just a little brief interchange with him, listen, man, good. he'll be back. He'll be back good. in 2024. Good he's, I think he's, he's gutted, obviously, because that would have led on to a Challenger Series thing for, for the PFL. That fight meant something in order mm-hmm. to get into something. Listen, they're not going anywhere. He's exactly. still a young lad, exactly. and he's got plenty of time in order to achieve the things that he wants to achieve. For me, the star of the show was Dakota. Obviously always yeah, delivers and mate she's just she's getting better and better and better and better and this is a kid that i, I think d-
1: she's uh, got to be a firm favorite for the full tournament next year the yeah. million dollar tournament yeah, yeah yeah she's very 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 talented yeah and um, we're very lucky that she's uh she's a brit because Manc she's going to go. She's a man She's going. She's going to go an awful long way. But you know, she wasn't the only one. It was good to see. Listen, I really enjoyed seeing Tom Breese come back and get a win. I really, I really enjoyed seeing Brett Johns complete the uh, the,
0: the treble. Uh, it was a good night. It was a good card. Yeah. Really good. two Nate Kellys. More please. Two Nate Kellys. Obviously, young Nate Kelly did what he did in the first fight. Older. Uh, Nick Kelly did what he did in the last fight. They did the business and came through. Felt for Simeon Powell. Yeah. Um, listen, as we said you on the show last week, a shocker, we said it's athletic. a tough fight. It's a very competitive fight. It could go either way, and it did go. Uh, this time against um, Simeon. Uh, and John Mitchell as well. I thought John Boy was going to do it, man. That first round, I thought... The referee had a bit of a weird moment, didn't he? I thought he was jumping in. But then he, as he stepped over the top of John, he's realised, oh, he's not fully out, so he stepped back out, and maybe that just disturbed John's rhythm in the, in that particular fight. Then obviously the tide turned in the second round and he ended up getting on the receiving end of, of a defeat. But we said, well I said on the show last week that is potentially the fight of the night uh in uh, on, on on the finals uh for one of the titles and it turned out to be that. All right. We it were what eight minutes long, but it was an absolute belter. Mm-hmm. Um all in all, they've had a good night there. Oh yeah. For a for a business that has been going what? Four or five years, or whatever it is.
1: If that, I don't even think it's been going that long, has it?
0: And first year of these Europe, this European scene, big finale in Dublin. Dublin crowd always turn up and deliver. It's a wonderful arena to have any type of fight sports in. Is uh, is a three arena to have the fights, the level of, the po- uh, of of competition that they had on the card, the production elements of it. Yeah, okay, there's a teething problems, there's little bits of bats. So, I mean, we Lee's uh, Lee McCoy, who was part of that production, is out here. Uh, with team Paddy, uh, through team next through, gen. Through, uh, through Molly and what have you, and she was she's at next gen.
1: She's training that next gen. Yeah, me.
0: but she was telling us little bits about being on the TV yeah. at the weekend, which uh-huh. not she? And like, oh, you know what I mean. This happened and that happened and stuff like that. And I think, listen, at the end of the day, if the audience don't know that those things particularly happened, yeah, and you and well, you uh, and you come across with uh, a decent production, which I think they did. I thought Brendan was good on the comms as well when he when he stepped in, mate. I f- sound. Onwards and upwards, PFL. Yep, roll Good. on 2024. Good card. Uh, what did you make of the Apex show at the weekend for the UFC? Um, there were some big
1: moments, of course. I think Khalil Roundtree mm. absolutely smashing Anthony
0: Smith. What did we say last week? Yep. What did we say? Big we risk, did, we didn't say that that would happen. We said, I, don't, I did risk. not understand the risk that uh, Anthony went, yeah, I'll do it. Khalil's on a tear. Yep. The, the benefit was for Khalil. Yeah. What was the benefit for Anthony? Don't get me wrong, we're bang on. We want the best against the best. We want people not to duck fights. This wasn't a case of that. This was no. a case of volunteering yourself to step in to a show where there was no benefit for you. That, yeah. what, this is what this was. And listen, Khalil got the benefit of Anthony Smith sticking his hand up.
1: And he dropped him heavy, didn't he, in that third round. And you know, it was only the fact that Khalil was so fresh that he didn't even feel the need to follow up with any ground he, he could have done. Mate, he but knew as soon what was happening. He was like, it's gone. It's done. Yeah, It's done. So, yeah, uh, Khalil was a massive moment. Nazareth hack Paras, that's a sensational win for him as well. Uh, first round finish, what was it, one and a half, one minute and 30 seconds? One and, and a half seconds, like seconds, that would have been
0: amazing if you'd have done that.
1: Absolutely, <laughs> quick as a flash. And that was after we saw Tim Elliott bounce back from his defeat to Mo What a ever. dude
0: he is. What a dude he By is, man! mauling
1: Muhari, yeah. But what a dude he is! Oh man, it's mega proper fighting man, proper Ro- fighting man.
0: Again, that one, another uh, last-minute uh, replacement. And Song Yudong uh, got it done in the main event, mate. We uh, a decision victory. Yeah. Um, there's nothing really, yeah. to go wild about there. Bar those are the big Khalil. moments.
1: Khalil was Khalil felt like the moment That is a massive. No,
0: it is absolutely. You're beating Anthony Smith, a former world title challenger. That's massive, yeah. absolutely huge, and now. What's that five on the spin now he's done, Khalil? I think he's five and...
1: Won five...
0: Last five straight or something like that? Listen, mate. He's just uh, finished Anthony Smith. He finished Staukis last... uh, The fight before it with another straight left out. Yeah,
1: that's five straight wins, that, yeah? Five straight wins. Fight really well. Four knockouts. No? Yeah, four knockouts. Jacoby was the only one that went to distance with him. Khalil's in a good place right now, man, I'm telling you.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um so yeah that was your mma at the weekend the, the, ma- the majority of my focus was down for uh, for the pfl of course yeah i thought that show was great um and the usc always delivers it always gives you something of which nicely rolls us into uh what, this week what we uh, are here to experience everyone can
1: you can press play again now everyone who forwarded to this point this is the point ufc 296 starts now in case anybody fast forwarded and i'll bring you the breaking news <laughs> That's like a news flash ring. Breaking news that literally happened moments ago, just before we pressed record, in fact. News breaking out that Ian Gary is out of his fight with Vincente Luque. Right now, mixed reports. Very early mixed reports coming out saying that. There was illness involved potentially with him potentially with his family we don't want to speculate on that right now that's not been confirmed whatsoever but we're hearing from very strong sources that ian gary is out of the fight with vincente luque massively disappointing if that is the case obviously we knew there was a problem some kind of problem because this morning at 10 a.m vegas time my first interview today was supposed to be a sit-down interview with ian gary and Ian and his team failed to turn up for Media Day and then reports came out later in the day that, yes, confirmed we're not going to be at Media Day, we will be at the press conference was a statement that was put out through a third-party journalist that they will be at the press conference tomorrow. Now, a couple of hours later than that, we're hearing news coming out of the team that he is, in fact, out of the fight with Luque. I think the response from a lot of fans is going to be the obvious one and that is that not turning up to media day to day felt like somebody that didn't want to face the media that doesn't want doesn't want to face up to the narrative that is going around at the moment because excuse me team gary have become a major focal point of this entire fight card because of the sean strickland stuff and uh, leon edwards backwards and forwards and basically you name it there's been so many conversations in and around what went on at kill cliff what went on at what's going on over here, what's going on with Ian, his relationships, everything else. It's been incredibly murky and they've, the narrative has completely run away with it and they've lost control, I feel, of a a situation. So I think a lot of the chat today was, oh, okay, he's not coming to media day, you know, he doesn't want to face kind of questions he doesn't want to handle, but it may be way bigger than that. And when you talk about people's health and family's health, you can't really start pointing fingers because health comes first. That's the most important thing. But, of course, the speculation, the talk. We will find out right. a lot more in the coming hours, and yeah, days. But more than anything else, just to come back to the facts of the matter, I'm massively disappointed, man.
0: Yeah.
1: I was really looking forward to it. Let, let, let,
0: let's cut this straight, right? Know how it looks. And I know how people are going to react to it. And I know what people are going to call him. And I know what people are going to say about this situation. Okay? Yeah. And he's got to accept that. Yep. because that's the way the world works. And do you know something? If I didn't know him, I'd probably think that the same thing. Yeah. Because I'd probably be saying, oh, oh, I didn't like the heat in the kitchen, did you, sunshine? Mm-hmm. And that's what people are going to say. And mm-hmm. sadly, that's something, again, that he's got to deal with on top of all the other things. I'm lucky enough to be able to come at this from a, a position of knowing the lad. Yeah. I actually think he would have reveled in today.
1: Me too. That's what he surprised end. me when he never showed when up. When he
0: didn't show up this morning, I was like, this is odd. It's odd be it, because I thought that this was a moment for him to absolutely... Embrace fu- it. Mate, have Embrace a the chaos. A have a whale of a time. Yeah. I actually think see, to an extent, he doesn't get off on it. That's maybe the wrong word, but to an extent, you know what I mean? He understands it. So therefore he could actually navigate it. For If you genuinely think, that he didn't turn up today because he didn't want to deal with something or he was apprehensive about something or I think that's bollocks. I genuinely think that's bollocks. And I'm not just saying that because I'm trying to defend a position. I couldn't give a fuck, mate. I genuinely don't, it doesn't affect my life at all. Mm-hmm. I'm just giving you my honest opinion because that's kind of what, well, it's not kind of what we do. It's what we fucking do here. How many, yeah, people, yeah. How many people have I been truthful about in the past that I've pissed off that have fallen out with? I have no problem with, falling out with anybody but only if I genuinely believe the things that I'm saying and I genuinely believe that there must be something wrong yeah so the the rumor and like you said we don't have facts right now no the rumor of illness yeah, but it, it
1: hasn't even been announced right now no. it's 20 20 past six Las Vegas time it's and not public nothing's no. been made public yet nothing's been announced as Chael Oh, on reposted Wednesday something. by the way on Wednesday yeah, yeah. Chel put something on his socials We've had some communique with our team in turn, like UFC. This seems to be what is going to be announced imminently and what mm. is likely to have been announced by the time you watch this video. But I agree with you. Listen, I, I was looking forward to sitting down with Ian today. You know, I, I was lucky enough to interview Ian in La- in New York. We did a walk through Madison's, uh, Madison Square Garden. We did a walk through Central Park, a walk and talk. That I was his first big interview when he got into the UFC. And I was reveling in the fact that Two years on, here we are in Las Vegas, You're six fights undefeated or whatever it is in the UFC. Now you're flying and you're going viral on bloody every social network, either positively or negatively. It doesn't really matter when you're trying to build your name like Ian and Gary is. And I, I'm like you, I thought I expected him to bounce into mm. that apex today Ten feet tall, with some mad suit on, or you know, some mad t-shirt, whatever it is, and have a whole narrative to sell because that's how he and Gary's been built. That's mm-hmm. how he is. And when he didn't show, when it was at first, it was he's late. Then he may not be coming, and then it was confirmed he definitely isn't coming. But then it's the it's the story from the Irish journalist who says I've spoken to the team, and Layla has assured me he will definitely be at the press conference tomorrow. That will now only add fuel to the fire if it's true that the fight is off because of illness that it's unusual that that statement would come out if he's actually ill and there's a chance he wasn't going to make it tomorrow. Again, it's a very weird and a very fluid situation. Conversations literally are happening right now with that team, with the UFC, with this card because, of course... The obvious, if he is indeed out of the fight, the obvious question is, what do you do with Vincente Luque? Is there a potential opponent for Luque at this late in the game for his to, for his fight to commence on Saturday night? Now, Bilal Mohamed is due to weigh in on Friday morning before, as backup they? for... Oh, yeah, but he, he is due to weigh in as backup for Leon Edwards versus Colby Covington. But as Adams just said, if it was Luque out, then you'd go, okay, Bilal, fight. Ian Gary. Fight Ian Gary and it would be an easy match to make. But he fought Luque not long ago and beat him. So why would Bilal wanna go over all ground and beat him again? So I think right now the chances of getting a fresh opponent for Luque seem doubtful. Certainly his place on the main card, even if they do find a replacement keeping them on the main card is going to be really difficult. But we've got Josh Emmett versus Bryce Mitchell, yeah, which that absolutely jumps up to the main card. That's a great fight. Yeah. No issues there whatsoever. You've got po- fan favourite, Cody Garbrandt, former champion, bantamweight on here as well. So it's not panic stations. My... The panic I've got, not necessarily a panic, but you know, the, the thing I'm querying most is it's the worst p- possible misfortune for Ian Gary because this illness couldn't have come at a worse time in his um, in his r- relationship with MMA fans and MMA media, because this was a big week for him, to silence a lot of doubters, to shut a lot of people's mouths, to close the chapter and, and literally close the book on, well, we've got on quite a lot of bullshit that's happened.
0: Now- Close the book. It, that's quite an apt now w- words that you there. just used there.
1: Now, all that will yeah. just rumble on and on. Oh, it's not going away. On, and, on. and so worse. he does eventually fight and then he will come out and face the media and the conversation will still be there and it'll just keep going. Whereas this weekend is a chance to, to face the media, say what you're going to say, I'll answer what I'm going to answer. I want to close the book on all this, beat Luke, a, yeah. and then emerge on Sunday morning and it's done mm-hmm. and we all move on. But now, because he is potentially, and I keep saying potentially because it's not confirmed, potentially he is not fighting on Saturday night. This whole situation just rumbles on into the new year, and for that, ah, I'm really, am di- really gutted. I'm gutted for Ian. I'm gutted for the entire team.
0: Just checking my phone there because my phone's going off. I thought I was getting messages about Ian. It's nothing to do with that. But um, <coughs> yeah, man. Anyway, let's I'm, talk about the rest of the card. No, listen, I, I, I'm gutted because I like watching that fight. He's been, he's been really, really good recently. This matchup was really interesting given I, I the nature. The I, I
1: honestly, I think he beat out. Oh, I down to beat Luke.
0: I think most people would have done. But it wasn't going to be easy. Luque's tough as fuck. You know? And it's yeah. a good win. You get a good win there. A great you, win. You move into a, a good place. Sadly for Vincente, I think... It, listen, I might be completely wrong. This is the UFC, man. This is what they do. They pull fucking yeah, rabbits do, out of yeah. the hats Absolutely. So who knows what they can figure out in the next 48 hours for Vincenzo Luke? I hope they can sort something out because the kids put a camp in... He's worked hard he's yeah. a top fella i thought he was brilliant at media day today some of the questions that he was asked about ian gary yeah he was great Class. really classy mm-hmm. so if anybody Supporting deserves him. to get a fight if he can get a fight it would be absolutely Vincenzo lucas so fingers crossed the ufc can sort something out for him uh, as i said it is half past six on a wednesday night here in las vegas you're consuming this thursday afternoon so all this by the time you're consuming it it will probably already have figured itself out and be um, and be more public um we should should we start with the main event yeah absolutely of
1: course that's why we're here go on then colby chaos covington what a guy that's how we should start the show what do you mean hey nerds and virgins that is the greatest opening to any i can't stop saying it
0: because he's been around us we've been around kobe all day today yeah man he's quality i'll tell you what that lad put some work in man when it comes to media day put some work in he was the first in last out he has done so much heavy lifting mate from every single major broadcaster he's done individual interviews he's done all the social media bits he's done the major media scrum media scrum for all the uh, youtube channels he was in when we arrived this morning at the Apex and he left when we left. Yeah. That's a good six, seven, seven hours, hours yeah. Easy. of pure and to interview be fair, after interview.
1: He's bang on. And he was as good be. in the
0: first as he was in. I watched his first one and I went, all oh, right, he's fucking flying today. He's, I think he did ESPN first up. We were maybe second to last, third to last, or something like that. Yeah. same And answer. he rocked up, mate, and he was phenomenal. He is a dream, for anybody that is making content in the MMA space, Colby Covington is an absolute dream. Gets it like that.
1: Yeah. It's it's funny, I don't remember you said this earlier today. It's a shame he's taken on our mate and someone yeah. we want. Yeah. Obviously we want Leon to, to reign for as long as Leon wants to reign, we want him to define his own legacy and we love Leon to bits. But Colby Covington would be a wonderful UFC champion. Yeah, wonderful UFC champion, because he understands the sport of prize fighting so well, so well. He had every single media member he was with today. You know the palm of his hand, and yes, he's on. When the cameras come on, he's super Colby. The sun, the shades, the flock, the everything
0: says some mad shit everything so, you want he, yeah. he delivers the soundbite yeah. everyone dreams of well when and then you might, might you might not agree with what he's saying but oh, he's yeah. saying shit that you know full well from, the, gonna from a content creator's point of view you're going yeah. mate fuck me yeah and then just like he did when he entered the room when the cameras
1: go off and he exits the room he'll personally go around and shake hands and thank everybody for their time yeah never mind you thanking him for your for his time that is a consummate professional. So we may be a lot of things, Colby Covington, and a lot of things, controversial things. I'll agree with you. But you know what? You can't come away from the fact that the man is a consummate professional.
0: Yeah. On time. Very impressive. Delivers very impressive. One taker. Uh, yeah. Oh my goodness. You you you, you give him instruction, you say, mate, we need this. Yeah. Sam. Put Straight the camera on. In. Bang, done. He is. He was mega, yeah. He's outstanding. Really good. It's just a shame he's fighting Leon. So yeah, of it course, is.
1: And our flag is well and truly nailed to Leon Edwards' mast, of course. So it is what it is. But, yeah, listen, about the about the actual fight. Yeah. Obviously, we've both come into fight week. We've spoke a lot about it anyway. We both believe Leon can hold on to his belt and still will be the shout at the weekend. But Colby, you know, when you spend time with Colby, yeah. and he's talking about Trump, Trump being there, wrapping a belt around his waist. And he explains why he's failed in his previous two world title fights. And, you know, he blames certain people. Mark Goddard got it at one point today, both battles. Um, But he'll convince you. Do you know what I mean? He'll convince you. Convince you of what? Convince you that he's had a hard time. He convinces you that you know what this is my moment now. Sometimes in fight sport, in in sport in general, it's about right place, right time, stars align, and everything else. I don't know whether that's the case this weekend. Colby's selling it like it's the case that you know the president's coming out to see him to wrap the belt around his waist. Yeah, that's it's true. Perfect that it's All here. this is true. I agree. But what I mean is he believes that the moment is going to be his because fate will decide it.
0: Right. Whereas, and I agree with that. But you've just said he convinces you. No,
1: he is a convincing character. So when he goes away, you're thinking, Yeah, man, Leon's gonna Leon facing a big fight. Yeah, him.
0: but only to the extent that he's convinced. Yes. I, I agree with what you're saying. Like when I sit across from him and I'm doing that conversation, I he's saying a lot of things that I'm thinking, well, no, I don't agree with that. Mm-hmm. I.e. the Mark Goddard situation. Um but I'm not I'm not gonna steal that guy's moment from what of he's course. saying to me because yeah, yeah. One, it's fight week. And the most important thing for me is that all the fighters, whether I, you know, I'm affiliated with them or whatever it may be, every single fighter turns up in the best mental state, best physical condition. I'm, I'm not playing any part in fight week of you know,
1: antagonizing anybody.
0: Yeah, but we'll get to that in a minute. Yeah. We'll get to that in a minute. But from a Kobe point of view, Kobe said some stuff today, i.e. about Mark Goddard. Um, he said some stuff about Leon mm-hmm. that I disagreed with. But that's not the moment. That's not the moment for me to start having a proper conversation with him about it, because he's, he's, he's in fight week mode. Yeah. But the thing I take away from it is that he has convinced himself, he is using the things that he is saying yeah. in order to get his head in the right space yeah. to perform on Saturday. That's the most important thing. It's not about me going, well, hang on a minute, Mark Goddard was right to mm-hmm. fucking start the first fight with you and yeah. Usman for crying out loud, you know what I mean? Because Usman were about to take your fucking head off. Yeah. Irrelevant. My opinion, right there, is it completely irrelevant. His opinion is the most important thing because it's only him stepping in that cage at the weekend. Yeah. If that's what he's convinced himself to to right. think, absolutely sound, mate. So I agree with what you're saying. He is a convinced. Like you sit there and he says, but from my point of view, he's convinced himself, and that's the most important thing. Yeah, yeah. I just think stylistically, Leon is better in far more areas.
1: I think it's just Leon's from what I more
0: well-rounded mixed yeah, martial artist. Absolutely. He's a complete package Leon Edwards. The, the only way that Colby wins this fight at the weekend is if Leon is not 100%. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. If Leon is 100%, he wins this fight. Yeah. 100% Leon Edwards beats 100% Colby Covington. I c- completely agree. Yeah. Every day of the week. But you know, we've seen flat performances from people. We've it, seen people turn up and they might Listen, Leon's a convincing character. He might have a little niggle, an injury mm-hmm. or whatever, you know what I mean? He might be a, oh, I've all, you know, I've fucking done my shoulder or something like that, but I might be able to get through it. But these might be the cases. We don't know. He might have a flat night on the night. We yep. don't know. No. If Leon's on it Saturday night, he wins. Yeah. If he's not on it, he's in trouble because this motherfucker can absolutely chain wrestle the best out of him. He's got unbelievable cardio. He can go for 25 minutes at an unbelievable pace. Leon might get injured in the first round. Mm-hmm. We don't know these, we don't know know these things, but he's, if he's hundred percent for this fight playing out, Leon will win the fight in my opinion.
1: What about call main events? Pantoja versus Royval.
0: You wind every single person that watches our podcast up, right? Stop saying the name different several times throughout the course of the show. What are you going Pantogian with? Pantoja, I said. No, you didn't. You called him Pantoja and now you've just done Pantoja. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going with? Champ. Right.
1: Pantoja will be the champ come Sunday morning against Royval. I I've seen them both today. We never spoke to either of them. They did a bit with, uh, with our with oh, Dutch Netherlands, friends.
0: Yeah.
1: And I've seen them floating around. I really like I've always been a big fan of 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 Alexander Pantoja. Uh, before he came champion. He was my predicted to be champion yep. this year, to end the year as champion this year. And I haven't seen anything in the last 24, 48 hours to make me think otherwise. I did watch Embedded, of course. you fall in love with Stephen Thompson. There was a lovely monologue there as well with uh, Brandon Royval taking his nieces out and his nieces talk about what a fantastic uncle he is and all that. Lovely kid, man. Lovely guy. Lovely kid. And again, what a wonderful little role model and what a wonderful UFC g- champion he would be I just don't believe this is his time. I think Pantosia ticks more boxes in more places, as well as experience. I think he's just a little bit too mature, a little bit too talented, and I've got Anne still in the co-main as well.
0: Yeah, sadly, I naturally I feel that way as well. Roy Val's a lovely kid, absolutely brilliant, and he's earned this right because he, he yeah. beat uh, Nikolau, my guy. He's won
1: three of us. He's won. Mate, of, he's he's looked great. He's won three straight since losing to, to Pantosia. And two of them have been first round finishers.
0: Yeah. Um, the the psychological thing though is that Pantoja beaten him and he submitted him in the second round in yeah. the fight that they had.
1: Never done five rounds before. Coming into a championship fight.
0: All this. It's a
1: lot of pressure on Roy Valfa.
0: He's kind of come from nowhere to this point. Yeah. When there's maybe there were other people in the division that you thought might get to the yeah. title shot before him. He's earned it because of the great win that he's just had. And now he's here uh, doing his thing against Pantoja. Um Pantoja is just special though. I think the Roy th-
1: Vals strength is is, is probably his is is grappling his submission game, but Maybe I still it. think Pantoja is better than him in that area. Yeah.
0: You and go. he's
1: a lot more heavy handed, so
0: Yeah. Um <clears> have <throat> been knocking stats out for fun this week. So we have heard new eleven times this year mm-hmm. in the UFC. Have we? Yeah. That's fucking incredible. So Mega. and that's across twelve weight divisions. Wow. Twelve weight divisions, eight Imagine. male, four female. Have we heard? Have we heard Anu eleven times in boxing?
1: I don't want to do this argument. Go on, sorry, sorry to interrupt you.
0: I'll look into that. But yeah, no, you yeah. probably have, and the reason yeah, why you probably have four belts in every is because there's four belts yeah. in every weight division. So there's god knows how many opportunities to become a world yeah. champion. Yeah. There's there's twelve opportunities to become a world champion in the UFC. Correct. You've heard New on eleven occasions, and that goes Mets. from full titles, interim titles, vacant titles as well is what I'm including in that. That's what you've heard this year, which I think kind of establishes how one competitive it it is at the very top end of the the UFC, how difficult it is to maintain status as a champion. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. It's difficult to get the status of being a champion. We understand that, but you're not seeing major runs anymore.
1: No, no, you know, the likes of Habib and John Jones are probably the last, well, Habib. what did he do? Them? Well, Kabib only had a handful of defences. Defences, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you're right, yeah. But that, I think that shows the evolution of the sport, though, as well. It shows you how fast it's moving, shows how quickly the sport's evolving. And for me, it's just, well, it si- brings us perfectly, perfectly onto the next character here, who is, for me, right now, the perfect mixed martial artist. <laughs> Fuck Absolutely built.
0: You should have seen this. Dick 100% there, man. square inch. You every should have atom that there. makes
1: up the body that is Shalqat Rachminov is pure fighting. Incredible. He's poetry. Wait. He's like a Wilfred Owen poem. He's perfect in every
0: way. Wait till you see his sit down for TNT Sports. With now I've got to call him Shalqat because that's how you pronounce it. Shaukat Rachmanov, Rachminov, mm-hmm. Rachmanov? Rachmanov. Okay. Um, wait till you see this sit down. Salem, Shaukat, Dawson. He's learned Kazakh for fuck's sake, man. Jande, TNT Sports. And how did uh, Mr. Rachmanov respond to <laughs> you? <laughs> he was
1: like... Oh, what did he
0: say? He, says, he said something like, is right, is right. No, he didn't. Like that. No, he didn't. <laughs> did he In say? a Scouse accent, <laughs> yeah, he, he went, all right, mate. Yeah, he did, yeah. All right, mate. Mega. Honestly, I could have just, if I'd have died
1: in you that did, moment and gone to heaven. If the interview only lasted perfect. 20 seconds, It'd it would be have perfect. been the greatest 20 seconds of your life. It, it was it? the fact that I'd spent the last couple of weeks learning Kazakh, Kazakh yeah. to be able to welcome him to the to the interview. Mm. And his response was a little bit of scouts. Right, that was perfect. Absolutely perfect. As you say, if I'd have walked away then, I'd mm. have been happy. Mm. But, of course, I didn't walk away then. We had some moments. No, you hogged him.
0: You hogged me. Honestly, it was ridiculous what he did. I've never... He gives me shit for fanboying on people when I interview this motherfucker, right? (laughs) He's talking Kazakh with him. He's all over him. He's like going, Shavka, obviously, you are the perfect mixed martial artist. (laughs) You've got equal amount of submissions to knock out 17 and you 0 You finish everybody Yeah baby He's
1: the man He is the man And unfortunately this weekend he's going to claim the scalp of your mate Yeah. Everyone's mate To be honest We were walking through the apex earlier What a guy Myself. Every and time Myself and Mike our Norman Our producer we, We'd walk down I think we got a sandwich or something We were cutting back through And Stephen Thompson And his team And his dad Ray Were leaving the building and he was like, he looked back and see me, obviously reckon, and obviously reckoned, and he come back, and he, hey man, how's it going, good to see you. I said, Steve, oh, I'm fantastic, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then Mike had never met him before, and he was like, hey man, great to see you as well, how's it going, and he was shaking Mike's hand and everything. And then Ray was like, hey, it's Ray Thompson, nice to meet you. I was like, yeah, I've met you before, Ray, all good. Nice one, take, take care guys, yeah, yeah. Enjoy the rest of your day, you guys. And that was literally us bumping into him in a corridor. Yeah. Never mind sitting and interviewing him and everything else. That was just him going, I've done media for so many hours, but just as I'm leaving, I'm going to bump into these two people that I've not, been, I've not seen today, and I'm going to go out of my way to make sure they feel... It was just... That sums him up in a nutshell. Did you, have you seen Embedded? Yeah, I've seen him driving the bus. Driving the kids I've seen him home. The from bus, yeah. Picking kids up. Not his kids. Picking kids up from school. He's a
0: bus driver. A school bus driver. And then he takes taking them in. to the gym.
1: Yeah. They do the homework at the gym. And then they do karate lessons. And Honestly, he's, he's and a he's special human being. He is. Special he, human listen, being. Listen, he's a
0: phenomenal human being and he's got massive ambitions still of trying to get to the top of, of this division. Yeah. Um, and he's taken inspiration for the likes of Share and all those. Yeah. Obviously, he's 40 years of age now, he's, he's Stephen.
1: He's taken the path of most resistance. Yeah. The most difficult path possible.
0: But, but if he's just right. Stephen Thompson, I beat Shavka, I'm getting a touch yeah. shot. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. What's the point in pissing about... 40. Do you want the shot or not? Yeah, I want the shot. Okay, then sound what do you do you take the, the go through, the, him? you take the guy the the boogeyman the, the yep. guy that everybody seems to be going. Uh, no, I'm alright. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Stephen Thompson has all the skills in the world and experience to navigate any challenge on any given night. But Shavkat is a special athlete. I'll give it you mate. He is right. Mm-hmm. The one, one of the questions that I had going into the Jeff Neal fight is I didn't see anybody put it on him yet. Come on, is somebody going to put it on him? Is somebody going to slice him up? Is somebody going to ask him a question? Is going how big are his bollocks? It's mm-hmm. easy when you're bullying every motherfucker and you're really talented. What's the, what's the situation? Jeff Neal put it on him. Yeah. Jeff Neal was great. He was. He, he won a round off him, I think. Yeah, he did. But Shavkat came back in the third, put it on Jeff Neal. And finished him. And finished him. So he's ticked another box. He's so multi-faceted, he can sub you, he can knock you out, he can boot you in the head, he can do all sorts of shit. He's got a massive set of stones, as I've just pointed out. Mm-hmm. He is a special, special guy. Perfect. Maybe he is perfect, I don't know. But Stephen Thompson, takedown defense is really good. Yeah. He's been in at a very, very, very top level. He's far more experienced than at Yeah. at this level of the I'm UFC. Jeff yeah. He's an elite striker, creates crazy angles. It's only 15 minutes, Yeah. all right? So you've got 15 minutes to navigate, but you're 40. He doesn't doesn't look like he's slowing down. He doesn't look 40, Jesus Christ. He doesn't look 40 at all, mate, at all. Doesn't look like he's slowing down, but at some point he's gonna get in with someone who is just a little bit younger and fresher. Mm -hmm. It might be this weekend, and it's highly likely that it is gonna be this weekend. I know you're going to hate me for this. I'd fucking love it if he did it, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, I'd fucking love it if Stephen just rolled it back and went, watch this, motherfuckers. I'm going to show you some serious karate. I'd
1: be devastated.
0: Yeah, I know you would, but you'd also be in admiration of Steven Thompson of doing it because you know of what level of opponent he's facing. Of course I would. It doesn't Absolutely. affect Shavkat's uh, longevity in the game. No. It just makes, Wow. Fucking hell, right, all right. Stephen Thompson, Leon Edwards for a... What a moment that would for be. ...for a title. That'd exactly. be
1: amazing. Yeah. Yeah. One person I am emotionally invested in, though, is, of course, young Mr. Patrick Pimblett, who was... He was great with us, obviously, because he knows us well, and we had a good fun with him. We did some social media stuff for TNT and everything else, and you'll, no doubt you'll see that all It'll go Good with
0: you. He not good with me. He fucking ripped my shoes to bits, didn't
1: he? Well, obviously, Adam. That goes without saying. But uh, but then I walked through, I walked down and watched him do his media scrum as well, me and Norman, that might have been when we bumped into Stephen Thompson. We walked down and we seen him do his media scrum as well and he was a little bit, Mike, t- Mike turned around to me, obviously and Mike's been at events, been around Paddy. He turned around to me and said, oh, Paddy seems a little bit, you know. I said, well, a lot of the people in this room talked a lot of shit about Paddy in the aftermath of the Jared Gordon performance. Um, and maybe that's why he's a little bit, guard up, you know, and it was only when someone started talking to him about football and Liverpool being top of the league that he kind of relaxed and looked like the normal Paddy, so he was a little bit, I wouldn't say tense, maybe just a little bit truculent is the perfect word. Now, Matt, listen, right. He wasn't giving them clickbait like he usually does.
0: Paddy's been out for a year. Yeah. So he's had a frustrating time. Gotcha. From an injury point of view. He's also had to deal with... The last performance was the Jared Gordon performance. We've obviously gone through it and given our own personal thoughts on that. Yeah, um, he's also got to deal with b- building into that as well. He had that podcast that he did with Dana. Yeah. And obviously right. talking about Ariel and all those types of things. So that creates an opinion for other, other people. Yeah. And he's probably he's been sat on for a year frustrated to fuck. I just want to get I want to go and do a media week of course. I want to go and do a fight. Cause move I, on because I want to move on you know what I mean yeah. knowing him listen you know him far better than me but observing him and knowing him as I do he's, he is actually quite a mature lad yeah. right and he's absolutely grown up over the last 12 months from what I what I've yeah. seen this week compared to sure. what I've seen previous week previous fight weeks um so I've no doubt that that has happened over this period of time. He's just wanted to get out and do it and get it out of the way, but his body's just not been physically ready to to provide the fight. Now it is ready to provide the fight, and this is what we're seeing. I think we've actually seen quite a a nice version of Paddy this week. He's mm-hmm. been you know, quite straightforward, probably more so the guy that you know away from the cameras is now on camera. Yeah, I think it helps that he's fighting someone like Tony Ferguson who's a legend that he admires himself so therefore hang on a minute I'm not going no to not gonna disrespect Tony I'm just going to no. go out there listen it's a great just accolade me. for me to be fighting him I want to go and beat him sound that's all, that's all Paddy's got to do all Paddy's got to do is be in the best possible shape that he's, he can possibly be in turn up Saturday night beat Tony Ferguson and 2024 looks fucking rosy as fuck for exactly.
1: him exactly exactly one performance one victory here on Saturday Jared Gordon's performance is long forgotten about the controversial stuff the things they may have said inside the octagon all that's forgotten about because he can erase it in a second and that's the beauty of professional sports is that that's that's why it's so frustrating for Ian Gary you wanted him to fight to get this chapter done and continue to move forward Paddy finally gets to put the last 12 months behind them professionally <coughs> which has been a bit of a shit show and move forward, and I think he, I think Tony Ferguson's the perfect opponent. And being around Tony Ferguson today, I didn't see anything I haven't seen before from <laughs> Tony Ferguson. He's always been wired. He's always been, you know, mad as a box of frogs. But I also seen a Tony Ferguson today that for me is a little bit hanging on to the last edge. Do you know what I mean? The fingernails are, are on the edge of the octagon. God, it was weird today, man. Very weird. Um, he just doesn't move not, uh, flow the way he used to when he was <laughs> at the peak of his powers and uh, listen you'd expect that he's 39 years of age but he's old he's old now and I think timing is right for Paddy to uh, to claim a massive scalp
0: it's not just that right everybody gets old everybody, everybody starts to slow down and you know being being around, so I love being around. So I've been lucky enough to have been. I've done so many interviews with him, and I've I've seen him obviously do batshit crazy interviews with people, but I've never really really been in that situation with him where you can have some real chat. And there's elements, of, you know, stuff that I don't I don't I don't get what you're saying here. Yeah, yeah. But then he'll he will actually come back to uh, have a normal conversation. And when he turned up for the interview today it started like that off camera started like that I'm thinking fucking hell tony's in a really good place here he, he, he feels good mm-hmm. and then we went and sat down and we did the interview and as the interview progresses you you felt that he the the i don't know the pressure of 60 feet on the spin the pressure of fighting and like unranked now fighting yeah. another an unranked up, and comer. Leg, yeah. up, up, up <laughs> and comer at the stage of your career, still having in your head, I've got big ambitions of trying to become the champion and all yeah. the, all these types of things. It just felt like during the interview that it started to, to, to become a thing. And you then got a really on the edge version. By the end of the interview, maybe it was me, I don't know. But you really, you then got an edge Uh, by the end of the interview, you got a a version of Tony Ferguson that felt like, maybe he was feeling that pressure. Maybe, I don't don't know, I don't know the answer. Only Tony's gonna answer this come Saturday night. I think every single fight fan that has been a fan for a long period of time, wants to see Tony Ferguson have a moment. You feel for him, man. Yeah. Listen, Even Paddy said that, Paddy said in in, in the scrum, he was like,
1: I'm a massive Tony Ferguson fan and I want him to go out with a win. It just can't come at my expense.
0: And I think I think a lot of people feel like that. Um, so it's gonna be interesting to see what we get on uh, on Saturday night. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Do you know who I enjoy talking to today? Go on. And I, again, I've got a soft spot for him because he Oh, he yeah,
1: you do, yeah. You're a massive Cody Garbrand fanboy, that's why.
0: I do like Cody Garbrandt. Yeah. I do. He's a good lad. He's a, he's a lovely lad. He's uh he's provided so many moments especially when we were starting off on our podcast journey i suppose yeah. and we were talking a lot about mma Cody rang was a prominent everyone yeah he was a prominent fe- feature in that and obviously the performance against dominic cruz is still to this day one of my favorite performances yeah. ever inside the knots gone true um
1: yeah dominic cruz dominic cruz yeah man he was immense
0: and we did a different type of interview today we we had a little sit down and we kind of took a little bit of a trip down memory lane and he was all in on it because obviously he's used to answering oh right where are you at now Cody?" and yeah, you're yeah. fighting this guy and you're fighting that guy he used to be the champ and all this type of shit and uh we just had like a proper lads chat in a pub for fucking Mega. 20 minutes man and it's nice to see him like that it's nice to see him in that headspace like yeah you know what i mean I did fucking rock it. All right, I was 24, 25 years of age when I rocked it. But mm-hmm. so I, I did fucking rock it. And you did. Yeah. Absolutely, you rocked it. You did, yeah. And there's still elements when he steps into that cage where you can see it. And I just wanted to capture it again. I'd love him. Because he's still only a baby, he's yeah, 32. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I still want him to capture it. This is an interesting one this weekend because it's one of those that has come from fan matchmaking. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the new uh, matchmaker at the UFC <laughs> kind of threw this bright together. Calum. Yeah. Um, I would love Cody to have a, another moment because he, listen, he's my type of fighter, man. He's fucking heavy-handed. Look at him. He looks like a fucking rock star, doesn't he? Yeah. And he's a nice lad. He's a really nice lad. Uh, so, yeah. Out of all the conversations I've had today, and this is not disrespect to Leon or to Colby, who's fucking awesome. Both of them. Tony, who's very, very different. Cody Garbrandt's the fucking guy, man. Cool as fucking. He's in a good fight as well. Yeah. He's in a good fight. We didn't see Josh
1: Emmett. Uh, I did see Bryce Mitchell, but we never spoke to Bryce Mitchell. But Josh Emmett and Bryce Mitchell is obviously the pick of the prelims here. If it stays there, as I say, it may well get pushed up to the main card. Now that's a great fight. Really good fight for Bryce Mitchell to step in and take that light notice. Shows real intent for him. Obviously, he lost a big fight to Tapolin last year which we kind of predicted on the show. We've seen that coming a little bit. But he bounced back against Dan Ige. If he can continue that bounce back against Josh Emmett, he puts himself right back in the frame again. So I think that's a massive opportunity for him. And also, you know, Josh Emmett's getting on now. And he got all the way to one win away from a title shot, and he fell short. And now he's looking at end down the barrel at three losses on the spin. Just shows you how ruthless this game can fucking be, man absolutely insane
0: has seen anybody today change your opinion on how a fight's going to play out
1: um i would had we not had the breaking news moments ago that ian gary was out i feared ian gary's lack of appearance for only you can only speculate what it would have could have been i feared that and handed the momentum back to vincente Luque. but with that fight more than likely being off now um
0: do you want me to talk you through mine? Yeah, go on. I don't think I have. No. So, um, like, I've done. I've done. I've done my breakdown. Um, my prediction for the main event was Leon was going to win on points. Yeah. I now think that Leon is going to win via late stoppage. Oh wow. Okay. I think um, he's. he's Leon. yeah, yeah. Leon's on. Le- Leon. Sorry. Leon is, Leon is absolutely on. on. Yeah. Uh, so I'm gonna go championship rounds, four, four or five for, mm-hmm. a, for a Leon Edwards. I originally thought that it would be a Leon Edwards points decision. Um, nothing's changed with my thought process on uh, Pantoja. Pantoja would probably do the same thing that he did last time against Roy Valley. It'll get, it'll get scrappy, there'll be mad scrambles, it'll be fucking batshit crazy. Frogs in a blender type stuff. Might knock him out, but I would probably favor uh, uh, a strike to the ground submission again yeah that's probably where I'm gonna go with Pantosia. Um I'm gonna s- my original thought process on Shavkat and Wonderboy was that Wonderboy would be the first man to take Shavkat the distance I'm sticking with that I think Shavkat wins though okay um, Shavkat by a decision um, then we had no we got Paddy and Tony then mm-hmm. my original prediction for Paddy and Tony was that it doesn't get out of the second round. Yeah. Either way. If if Paddy can keep his head, he'll win the fight now.
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: Um, and then we don't have Ian Gary and uh and, and Luke. I on. always I fa- I favoured um by the way, I favoured Ian Gary to beat Luke a on points because yeah. Luke is a tough bastard. So I was gonna favour that. Uh yeah. Emmett Mitchell, sorry. That's mad that fight, man. Yeah. That is that a happened. mad fight. Yeah. Because Josh is obviously very heavy handed. And Bryce is just an elite grappler, man. I'm gonna go Bryce Mitchell.
1: Ooh, coming in from late notice. I'm gonna go Bryce Mitchell. Go on, you big cowboy. Yeah. Love it. Good I stuff. Also, and the reason why, I'll, I'll,
0: I'll give you a, why I've said that. Emmett's of an age now, where you've risen, 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 risen. Yeah. Ah, didn't get there. Can Losing you, to habits. Can you Bump. go again? Yeah. Bryce is in a different headspace now. Yeah,
1: I think that win over Danny Gay. Had he not had that win in the meantime, I'd have gone with Emmett. But the fact that he came back and beat E Gay makes me think that Bryce has got his head switch back on. So I'll
0: go. I'll go points, Bryce.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think it's definitely points. Yeah. But listen, there's loads to get after. It's a mega card. We haven't even touched on the early prelims, and there's Casey O'Neill's bounce back against Ariana. Lipsky is a great fight as well. Uh Casey O'Neill fighting out of Scotland slash Australia slash Thailand slash Las Vegas these days. She's a little bit of everything, but she's a, a wonderful little talent. So I think that's going to be a good a good comeback opponent for her in Lipsky. She won't have to go looking for her as well. So yeah, all in all, mate, it's going to be a good night, Saturday night. Cannot wait for it. Disappointed we're led to believe Ian Gary isn't going to be involved, but it is what it is, man. It's still got plenty of interest, of course, from Paddy the Baddy, from Leon in the main event, and from Mr. Perfect himself. Shavkat Rachmanov. Shavka.
0: Whose nickname is Mr. Perfect?
1: Phil Davis used to be. Oh, that was Mr. Wonderful, wasn't it? There is no Mr. Perfect.
0: Yeah, there is. Is uh no, Mr. Finland is Amir Khan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Mr. Yeah. I'm thinking yeah. yeah No,
1: there was a Mr. Wonderful. Phil Davis was Mr. Wonderful. Yeah. Mr. Perfect. Maybe that should be Shaukat's nickname. You know, Mr.
0: Perfect.
1: Salim to all our Kazakhstani viewers. I love you and leave you.
0: There you go. Um, yeah, listen. Big day today on the media. It's nice to get in around these fighters. They're all... Listen, they're all special characters, man. They're all yep. special characters. And this—the beauty, one of the beautiful things that happened in the conversation that I had with Dana yesterday was he's writing what he's saying. It is the most difficult sport in the world to bet on. Most difficult world. Because we put the best against the Anything best. Clap. We put the proper matchups together. Would you really be surprised if Colby Covington became the champion of the world at the weekend? Yeah. No, I wouldn't. Like I said, I gave you the breakdown a little earlier on on, on, on my thoughts on it. Would you be surprised if Roy Val beat yeah. Pantosia? Yes. Maybe. Maybe. Wonderboy to outpoint blow. Me. I wouldn't be m- mental mad about it. No. Tony or Paddy to win? No. Come on, man. This is the best fucking game in the world. It's a great show on earth. Everybody Correct. fucking buzzes for it, don't they? So make sure you're uh, a part of it. Uh, our diaries are going to be coming thick and fast. Uh, we've got another one following this podcast, uh, so make sure you subscribe to uh, the YouTube channel Fight Disciples is what we are on there. Fightdisciples.com is our uh, website for all uh, audio feeds. So if you want to Spotify or something like that, you can go and get yourself uh, stuck into it. Uh, what are we doing this evening? Are you allowed to t- are you t- tell we're people? Go-
1: we're, going to, we're going to PJ Chang's for something to eat, I think. Right. I think that's what it's called yeah then we're gonna get on the sauce get on the sauce the lads are getting on the sauce because we haven't got an early call time tomorrow chug, chug 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 shots shots we're all on the shots we'll do some more christmas songs
0: thanks for buying us a beer we'll catch you next time
1: thank you for listening if you like what you heard subscribe via itunes